What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, the weekly radio podcast where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, entering its 27th year, found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest, from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hand Present is the amazing, outspoken Australian activist and medical cannabis parent, Katrina Spragan, who will join me in about one minute. Cannabis is said to be the most widely used illicit substance in Australia, and a reported one-third of all Australians over the age of 22 have tried the green herb in the past year. It's also estimated that as many as 750,000 Australians use cannabis weekly, and that 300,000 toke up daily. That causes Australia to have one of the highest per capita cannabis prevalence rates in the world, and its indigenous population is reported to have an even higher level of use. 
all while recreational use remains illegal. In 2016, medical cannabis became federally legal in Australia, but home cultivation remains prohibited. But that's not stopped my guest today. Any regular listeners of Hemp Present know that I make it a priority to feature the stories of parents who are fighting for the right to administer medical cannabis to children who are suffering from a variety of ailments, children who might find relief from their agony and suffering through cannabis. While a common mantra of that anti-cannabis zealot is always, what about the children? Those same people are often hypocritical when you bring up the issue of medical cannabis for children facing severe illness, even when it's clear that cannabis may be the best and safest treatment available for them. Australian mother Katrina Spragan has been producing homemade cannabis oil to treat her daughter Caitlin's cerebral palsy, refractory epilepsy, and severe scoliosis, among other maladies. She says that her wheelchair-bound daughter would stare blankly into space, not responding to anyone's stimulation, and that cannabis has totally transformed the eight-year-old from an unresponsive bedridden zombie to such an extent that her family heard her laugh for the first time. A video uploaded to the popular website LiveLeak shows Caitlin in the middle of one of her seizures, her face contorted and her body writhing uncontrollably. And within just minutes of having a tiny drop of cannabis oil applied to her gums, her eyes relax and her entire demeanor changes. Within several minutes, she looks like a different child, laughing and carrying on as all children should. But don't take my word for it. Katrina has joined me today from Down Under to tell you the rest of her story. Good day, Katrina. Welcome to Cannabis Radio. Hi. Hi, how are you going? I'm good. Thanks for taking out the time to talk to us. No problem. Now, your daughter, so, Caitlin, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, so it's been tough um, trying to get cannabis for my daughter, but I won't stop. And, yeah, I'll keep making it. I, my daughter's actually on three different cannabis products. And I also get it supplied to me from a good friend, Jenny Hallam, in South Australia and Malloway's down in New South Wales. Now, your daughter, Caitlin, suffers from a variety of ailments. Can you describe your, your daughter's conditions and what was she experiencing before you provided her cannabis oil? Okay, so my daughter's got 19 medical con conditions ranging from plagiocephaly, macrocephaly, communicating mm. plagiocephalus, esophagus dysmotility, obstructive sleep apnea with hyperventilation, scoliosis, the refractory epilepsy, and the list goes on. And like my life beforehand, it wasn't sustainable. My daughter was a vegetable. She was, we were housebound. We weren't accessing the community. She was basically bedbound. See, my daughter with her severe scoliosis, as well as her hip dysplasia, she's meant to be on six different opiates. Now, all these opiates do to her is suppress her breathing and put her on high-flow oxygen and sedate her. Now, I've replaced all of these opiates and all her seizure pharmaceutical meds purely for THC and THCA cannabis, and my daughter is thriving. I've proved all these doctors wrong. My daughter's thriving. We're accessing the community, and my daughter's alive. I'm not giving her CPR no more, and she's alive. She's thriving, and the only way... They'll get me to stop administering cannabis on my daughter is over my dead body. Yeah, that's just that's just remarkable, and it's a story that we've heard over and over here on Hemp Present. You have said that there are virtually no side effects from the cannabis oil, other than Caitlin being a little hungrier than usual, and that's not bad. A slight increase in thirst and a lot more laughing and happiness. What pharmaceutical drugs had the doctors prescribed for Caitlin, and what were the side effects like? 
You briefly touched on it. So Caitlin's been prescribed several seizure medications and none of them have worked. Some of them did reduce her seizures a little bit, but her seizures were so intense. Every time my daughter had a seizure, she would go cyanotic, she would turn blue straight away and stop breathing. Now, a lot of the time I'd give her 10 litres of oxygen. If that didn't get her back, I was giving her CPR. Now, going back in March last year, I had actually run out of cannabis oil. My daughter had a seizure and I gave her CPR for 15 minutes to get her back. And I, I just, I can't go back to that life. So my daughter's also meant to be on, because she's got severe scoliosis and hip dysplasia, they, they're going to remove my daughter's hip joint, but then they can't do that until she's 15. So palliative care only solution was to put on oxycotton, oxycodone, cramel, gafapentin, endone and bathartus patches until she turns 15. Now, we all know what opiates do, do to anyone. My daughter won't make it. My daughter's nine now. She won't make it to her 10th birthday if I gave her any of those opiates because she's sedated. It suppresses her breathing. She's a vegetable in bed on high flow oxygen. Now, I don't know how a doctor's oath is do no harm. Why are these doctors not following this and doing no harm? All they're causing is harm all the time. They are killing people. How can any doctor think prescribing opiates to a nine-year-old child is better than giving a child a quality of life. I assume that they had her on Dilantin and Tegretol and other anti-seizure drugs in, in, in addition to the Oxycontin and stuff. Here in America, Katrina, we have an opiate overdose epidemic. We had more people die from opiate overdoses in the last year than the whole Vietnam War on the American side. Is Australia experiencing anything like that with opiates? Yeah, yeah, there's several deaths daily from opiates but they just like they don't seem to care and the, the main thing it comes down to is money if they if they allow me to use cannabis on my daughter look how much money they're losing out on my daughter was prescribed a cocktail of drugs of over 30 different drugs now i've replaced all of those drugs with some cannabis oil i've, I've now, proved everyone wrong <laughs> now now medical cannabis has been legalized in australia uh, but why, why can't you just access it through conventional channels? <laughs> oh, you're making me laugh with that, with that one, Viv. No, <laughs> so they say medical cannabis is legalized. It's far from legalized here. They, they put the big headlines up, medical cannabis is legalized. Now, I've got 10 doctors backing me. I've got 10 doctors supporting letters telling me my daughter needs THC and THCA cannabis. Now, I had two, two doctors and a GP willing to do a script for THC cannabis for my daughter. And they've been told different from the health department saying they can't prescribe THC to anyone under 25. Now, they want them to prescribe Epidiolux to my child. And I already know there's been a seven-year contract signed with GW Pharmaceuticals for Epidiolux. Now, Epidiolux is a full CBD product. It is not suitable for my child. When my child has a seizure, if she's status and flatlining, the only thing what gets her back is that THC. And it's only one drop on her gum, and I've got all the video footage to prove it. <laughs> You've been very outspoken and high profile, and, and it's and you just let me just say you're you are a remarkable mother and and I have so much respect for you. Uh, this is a story that we've heard so many times and it's 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 the same amount of hardship on every parent. Um, but you even met with the Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. Uh, Turnbull, what, what was that like? What kind of reaction did he give you? 
It's well, it's a nightmare, right? I've met with the federal health minister, the state health minister, millions of politicians. Then I'm. What happened was I I put a seizure video up on Facebook last January, and that seizure video went viral straight away. And Senator Pauline Hanson contacted Steve Dixon, and she straight away contacted Malcolm Toomble, the Prime Minister, to ask for an amnesty. And he said, no, there's no amnesty in here in Australia. So I got a, I got some news that he was going to be at Budrum Men's Shed. So I thought, I'll go there with my daughter and put him on the spot before the camera crew. So I got there and it was very high-profile high security everywhere, but I don't know how. I managed to get in with my daughter. And as he walked up, like, through the gate, I just put him on the spot with the camera crew. And I just said, how would you like it if it was your grandson, Jack? I said... The last time I ran out of cannabis, cannabis, I was giving my daughter CPR for 15 minutes. I said, you need to sort this out and you need to sort it out now. And I told him then and there that since my friend Jenny Hallam's house was raided in South Australia, she had to cut down giving the oil out and I make it. I told the Prime Minister that in front of the Federal Police. Now, I've had police come to my house with a search warrant for cannabis medicine when the director of the hospital had his job put on the line. Now, these two police officers were from the criminal investigation unit. I invited them into my house. I showed them all my evidence of the folders of all my documents, doctors telling me to keep giving my daughter this cannabis. Now, these two police officers shook my hand and told me to keep doing what I'm doing, but not to access any hospital until the health minister sorts it out. I had my meeting with the health minister, and you know what his solution was? His solution was we need to change the government. Now, we've only just had an election. Do you think the government got changed? No, nothing's happened. So we're just, I'm still in the same boat I was three years ago. Nothing has changed. And Malcolm Turnbull, the Prime Minister, he sent a letter to the Premier of Queensland saying, look, if the medicine's not causing harm and it is, if she's benefiting from it, you should just leave her on it. But the Premier doesn't care. She, she does not care one bit. She refuses to meet with me, and but this Saturday I'm going to a special needs Christmas party, and Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk will be there because she's been there the last two years in a row, and I'll be putting her on the spot in front of the camera crews. Well, Katrina, we got about one minute before the first the the, the first break. Quickly, what, where where do you get your your courage from? All this energy and this drive. I mean. You're amazing. Where does it come from? I just, um, I can't give up. Like, I can't go back to the life what wasn't sustainable. Like, I was at the stage, I was ready to hop in my car with my daughter and drive up a cliff. Now, I've got three other kids as well as Caitlin, and I can't see them exposed to that anymore. I can't go back to that life where they were seeing me give my daughter CPR. Like, my nine-year-old my nine-year-old son at the time, he's now 12. He filmed everything. All those seizures my daughter has, he films it. If I give my daughter CPR, he films that. Now, imagine what that is on a 12-year-old boy. It's, I, I, I'm not going back to that life, and they can't expect me to. They really can't. My, my daughter is thriving. They can see it. I haven't hidden a thing. My Facebook's been public for three years. I've got three years' worth of evidence. So, uh, like my 85-year-old grandmother, she, she's... She's come out public saying she administers it. We're not going back to that life. There's no way we would, and they can't make me. 
<laughs> well, we're going to do our best to get your message all over the world. My guest is Katrina Pragan. We're going to take our first pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws. Hear word from our sponsors and advertisers and come right back with this important show. Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. We don't limit how much you smoke, and we don't limit where you listen. Cannabis Radio is now on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on Cannabis Radio with Katrina Pragan. Katrina, you grow Caitlin's Medicine yourself. Did you have prior cultivation experience uh, before all of this, or, or how did you figure all that out? Um, actually, to tell you the truth, I don't even have a green farm. I've tried growing cannabis for three years. And every time they sprout, they die on me. And I am watering them, but I just don't know what the go is. So I've actually, my family actually grows the cannabis for me and they take care of the plants for me. So that's a very big help because I'm I'm tied down. Like I'm a single mum with four kids and I'm run yeah. off my feet as it is. Since yeah. I've been public, I've, I've just got millions of people from everywhere messaging me like, at the moment, I think I've got 450 friend requests sitting there. I've got, I think, about 800 messages now. And I'm getting messages from my good friends saying, why aren't you returning my messages? But it's like, hold on, you messaged me two minutes ago. You're 20, like, pages now. Give me a break. <laughs> I feel very but, fortunate that we got through to you. Um, are there specific <laughs> are there specific strains that you're producing for the best effect? Or are you just kind of playing it by ear? Well, see, that's the other thing. With Caitlin, she 
with her, she used to have low antibodies. Now, since being on cannabis, she's built her antibodies up, so her immune system's not so low anymore. So she's hardly ever getting sick. We're not getting ambulance trips every week. Now, the main thing with Caitlin is she'll get used to something, and that's her biggest problem. I'll give her a medicine. She'll get used to it. It'll stop working. So the, what I'm doing at the moment, I still the plants, what I'm gro- growing, I haven't actually used them yet for her medicine. I access the black market for her medicine. Now, I get um, it from all different people, and that way the strain's never the same strain, and that's why it works so well on her because she doesn't get used to it. So like I said previous, like Caitlin is on three different products. So we get one sent to us from Mulloways in New South Wales, and that's a tincture and a night oil. And then my good friend Jenny Hallam in South Australia, she'll send up a coconut oil one. And that's really good for my daughter's pain and to relax her and to reduce the seizures. And then the full extract cannabis oil is the one I make up and that's the one what will stop her seizures. And I'll tend to use that for pain as well as Jenny's coconut oil as well. Here in, in Washington State, uh, USA, uh, we've got a very brave father named John Barclay, who I've interviewed on this show, and he's fighting uh, for the right to have his daughter, River, uh, who has uh, very dangerous epilepsy uh, and, and a variety of, of issues. Uh, he's fighting for the right to have her cannabis oil administered in school um, because, of course, uh, a school nurse can give any kind of dead, deadly, dangerous, addictive pharmaceutical drug to children that need it. But cannabis, the parents got to come and take the child out of school and give it to them theirself. Uh, I, I I don't know if if Caitlin is is in school um, with her situation, uh, but is there, are there people in, in dealing with that in Australia as well? Um, okay, so what happened last year in March 2016 when I did run out of the cannabis oil and I had to give my daughter CPR for the 15 minutes. School found out about it and they said they don't want Caitlin back at school unless they've got the cannabis medicine on school grounds because it's unfair they have to give her, like they would have to give a CPR. So they said they needed a letter from a doctor though stating she needs it. So this was all before cannabis became legal. I went to my local doctor and, I, and he knew what it done for my daughter and he wrote out a letter stating the school has to administer it at lunchtime and if she was to have a seizure. Now, the school were happy with that letter, but they took the letter to the Board of Education and they refused the doctor's letter. So my daughter's actually missed out on school since March 2016. The teachers and the principal, they do all they can to still involve Caitlin. They, like, we were only at the school last week for Caitlin to get an award and, like, they still involve us in special occasions, but... Like, it's unfair. My daughter's disabled. She misses out on so much as it is. Like, does she really have to miss out on school, the one thing she loves, just because the medicine, what I'm using, saves her life and gives her quality of life? Like, they're happy. Like, everyone knows my daughter's allergic to that much seizure pharmaceutical medication. If she, I was to send her to school, if an ambulance was to come to the school during a seizure, there is nothing that ambulance can administer to actually stop my daughter's seizure because my daughter's allergic to Medaz, Phenotone and Phenobarbitone. Now, when they give them to my daughter, she goes on life support straight away. So basically, by me sending her to school without the cannabis would be risking her life. So that's why the only way she can go to school is if I stay with her so I can administer the cannabis medicine. 
it's but it's beyond a joke because I've got ten doctors telling me she needs it, saying I've got to administer it. It's written down, it's documented, but I'm still I'm not getting anywhere. Yeah, you know, here in Washington State, we supposedly have medical marijuana legal as well, medical cannabis, we prefer to call it. Yeah. Um, yet it, it's really a joke, uh, and we we were making amazing progress until, ironically, until cannabis became uh, recreational legal, and then pretty much the medical community had almost everything taken away, and now everything's regulated into insanity. Uh, you laughed when I mentioned uh, that cannabis, medical cannabis had become legal in Australia. What is the, the program there? What, what, what are the problems with your medical model? Well, this is the thing. They say it's legalized. They tell you, just go to the doctor and get a script. But it's not that easy. First, you've got that much paperwork the doctor actually has to fill out. Then the doctor has to find all the evidence and look everything up. Now, the one of my friends... She had the forms filled out by her doctor. Now, it took 60 hours for these forms to get filled out. Now, the Therapeutic Goods Australia can approve it, but then the health department can knock it back. And this is the case in, like, New South Wales. It's the case everywhere. Like, And they wonder why only six patients have only, like... But, 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 cannabis, but cannabis is essentially harmless compared to all these drugs that they can just prescribe with no problem, right? <laughs> Yeah, and this is the thing, and this is what I've mentioned to palliative care because they're happy to prescribe those six opiates, what I mentioned before, the oxycodone, oxycodone, they're happy to prescribe them to my daughter just with a flick of a pen, like just straight away, no problem whatsoever, but they won't prescribe cannabis. So they'd prefer my daughter to have no quality of life sedated in bed than her having a quality of life crawling around the house and thriving. Now, it makes no sense. Like I looked on the Vasatis box, you know how you get the leaflet inside telling you the dangers and whatnot? Now, this drug hasn't been tested on kids under 18. Now, they've prescribed that to my daughter with no hesitation whatsoever, but they won't prescribe a drug what they know is causing no harm and she's thriving from it. And they all say it. I've rang up palliative care once before on my daughter's birthday and said my daughter's in extreme pain. Their advice was to give her cannabis rectile. Now, I gave her cannabis rectile, and it's the best bloody thing I've done for a pain because it works wonders. But, like, I'm going around in circles. Like, the doctors say one thing. For three years, the latest Lento Children's Hospital has supported my use of cannabis. They've put the policy aside because they know I'm doing what's in my daughter's best interest. I've had the head of ICU and the director of the hospital sign off on it, saying I'm not causing harm to my child. But yet the director of the hospital gets his job put on the line and then they've got to call the police for the police to come and search my house. Now, those police come. They were meant to search my house, but do you think they searched my house? They shook, shook my hand and patted me on the back and congratulated me because of the evidence I've got and how I've changed my daughter's life around. Now, I don't care how much money the government's going to lose out on. My daughter's got a quality of life and she's thriving, but she's not going back to being sedated and a zombie. They're dreaming if they think they can make her do that. Amazing. We have about 30 seconds till the next break. Uh, the the cannabis-centric community of Nimbin, Australia, holds the annual Mardi Gras Festival. Have you been to Nimbin? Yes, I go there yearly. And I, I actually go down there um, quite to visit a lot as well. So I know a lot of people in Nimbin. So what happened, going back three years ago, um, a few of my friends were administering the cannabis on their kids and 
they had seen I'd had enough of life, I'd had enough of giving my daughter CPR and they mentioned, why don't you try the cannabis? And I thought, okay, I'll better go get my best friend who's a police, uh, ex-police officer and we headed down to Nimbin and they showed showed me how to make it down at Nimbin and there I am driving back from Nimbin with a car full of cannabis thinking, geez, I hope the police don't pull me over because... Boy, God, the car stunk of cannabis. I felt high myself just with the, with the load in the car. But I came back, I made, made it up for my daughter, and, yeah, within three days, I noticed change. My, my daughter became alive. That's just really, really amazing. Uh, we're going to take our second break, hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers, and come back with our final questions for Katrina Pragan. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Legal to listen to all over the world. We're just not sure about France. Cannabisradio.com We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present with Katrina Pragan. Uh, Katrina, what would you say to other parents out there listening, uh, and we have, we, have, we have people listening on mo- most continents who have suffering kids themselves that might be helped by medical cannabis, but, but might face the consequences if they tried that treatment. What would you say to them? I'd tell them, don't wait. Go to your doctor, try and get a script. If you can't get one, don't wait. Do not wait for the government. Do not wait for laws to change. They say laws have been changed, but they haven't. Don't wait. Go access the plant. Go make the medicine up and start start giving it to them, administering it to whoever needs it. My biggest regret of all, the only regret I've got out of everything, is not starting my daughter on it sooner. Now, I started my daughter on it when she was six years old. My biggest regret was not starting on it sooner. Like, I've changed my daughter's life around. She's no longer a vegetable, and she's thriving. Like, this is the thing. So many parents are scared to use it on their kids because they don't know the consequences, if if docs are going to come and take their kids off them and that. But if you've got that much evidence of how your child's life was beforehand, and don't be afraid. Come out in public. Tell people. This is the biggest problem we're having. Too many people are using this beautiful plant 
and they're not coming out of the closet and telling people they're using it. And this is why we're having this problem to this day. If the 97% of Australians or whoever else was actually honest and came out and said they were using it, I'm sure this, this plant would be legalised and it would be legalised where we don't have to go through all the restrictions and all the red tape. Like, it's beyond a joke. Do not waste. If your child needs it, if your loved one needs it, use it. It, it works magic. And I've got that, that much proof of what it's done for my daughter's 19 medical conditions on my Facebook. It works for cancer. It works for every single, everything, you name it, it works. Wow, Katrina, you know, you are one of the movers and shakers and history makers that I talk about in the intro to my show. You are such a warrior and amazing parent advocate. Thank you so much for being on Hand Present to tell your story and please give Caitlin a big hug for all of us at Cannabis Radio. I will do. Thanks for having me on, Viv. My pleasure. The best of luck to you. Thank you. Now I want to get to a weekly feature of Hand Present on Cannabis Radio. That's the quote of the week and here it is and I quote, For years, Big Pharma has played a role in preventing cannabis research by lobbying Congress for more stringent and outdated cannabis regulation laws, as well as partnering with tobacco and alcohol special interest groups to fund anti-legalization campaigns. And that is United States Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. That concludes this installment of Present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, all the cannabis radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice as we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and token easy, and don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.